Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. A new quarter brings new goals. But what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results. And your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched if i do say so myself i've noticed that and i think our listeners have noticed too because i've been picking up on a bunch of tiktok comments that have been like you're glowing recently so hats off to dime no one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine the work system from dime beauty has everything you need in one powerful package it includes a gentle cleanser a toner two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to dimebeautyco.com now and unlock your discount. That's dimebeautyco.com. Hello? Dolls? Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye to November. I want to release an episode that literally is just hello, goodbye. And then I, that's we've, it. We've talked about that before. I think it would actually be our most listened to episode. The Certainly, downloads would go through the roof. If someone sees a 10 second episode, they're like, that's the only thing. People I'll... would be like, you have to listen to this podcast episode. It's fucking incredible. And I want it's 10 seconds. I want to thank everyone for making Sexy Neek Pod their top Spotify listen of the year. I want that podcast episode to chart like climb the apple charts and be number one (laughs) (laughs) we've we've gotten some amazing uh messages where people are showing off that we are their number one and 
my most favorite one was Yolanda Fister. We were his number two most listened to. Thank God. And then his number third three is Joe Rogan, and he went, "No, I swear, I <laughs> I just listened to the UFO episodes. It's fine. I know. I mean, what are you gonna do? Well, he has some good episodes. Also, Yolanda Fister can do whatever she wants. Guess what? Sometimes you just need to listen to Joe Rogan. I get it. He's the fucking number one podcast in the world for a reason. I've never actually, and I'm not just saying this. You've never actually listened? I've seen clips on Twitter, but I've never actually listened to his pod. Well, I think... I'm not not just saying that to be like... I think most people haven't, and they just get on some sort of hate train because everyone else is like, he's so blah, blah, blah. But I actually listened to like a few episodes because I was like, damn, this guy sounds like fucking alt-right neo-nazi if you like follow certain people online you're like he is the second coming of hades himself and i listened and i was like what are i don't understand what people are so mad about well the only thing that makes me mad is that his episodes are like seem to be like seven hours long and i'm like i'm not doing that so that that's like where I'm, I draw the line at over two hours. But if you have a dry, a long drive or like a long yeah, stint in the true. kitchen or cleaning or like kitchen. a task. In the clink. Yeah. Yeah. Then a two hour plus episode comes in handy. Well, I openly listen to my problematic king, Tim Dillon. So that's my, he's probably my most listened to pot of the year. I haven't checked. Yeah, definitely. He's no Dillon one fu- Nation. No one funnier. <laughs> Dillon Nation. Haven't seen Thanksgiving yet. Oh, I saw it. Is it fun? It was fun, yeah. It's Eli Roth, right? Mm-hmm. It's really, like, over-the-top, campy, mm-hmm. yeah. blood and gore. I did have a nightmare about one part of it What's the part? following night. Um, spoiler? This is a spoiler okay. alert. But they bake a woman like a Thanksgiving turkey, and then they, like, serve her baked body on a platter. Whom's? One of the people... Oh my god, that's really scary. I know, and I had I, I had a nightmare that her like baked body was oh, like stop. crawling around, and that really shook me. That's really I get really triggered. I'm starting to get I I don't like like on Thanksgiving. I was thinking about how they pardon a turkey at the White House, mm-hmm. and I think that's cruel. It's a joke. It's a slap in the face to all the other turkeys to like trot animals out. Just just only one is spared massacre. Out of, like, all the turkeys? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't like... That kind of... That is very cannibal cop-coded to me, which... Remember that story about the cop in New York who... Yeah, obviously. Truly, I still have, like... If I even hear that those two words together, my stomach drops. I get really freaked out because of what he was wanting to do. Mm-hmm. Like, literally bake bake women in the oven and bake, like put them on in a stew i just that cannibal stuff i can't deal with well then i would avoid thanksgiving well i will certainly see it because addison ray is in it and tim she's really good and he's really good okay i'm ready okay it's just like it takes place in plymouth yeah and it's a real takedown of mass holes which i like like it's making fun of like massachusetts people well he's from there eli i love that and it's making fun of like America, right? Kind of, but it's also just like a fucking Thanksgiving themed yeah. horror movie. That is funny because I remember I remember watching that trailer in Grindhouse and being like, "This is the funniest thing ever." That fake trailer—that's where it comes from. Did you know that? Oh my god, yeah. I mean, this is like 15 years ago now, but that was. Oh, this is what that is. I'm happy about that. I think Eli might have even directed the fake trailer in the turn in the Grindhouse, so. but I remember being like. 
crying laughing as a teen watching that and being like this needs to be a movie mm-hmm. well now guess what your dreams have come true um should um, we recap mother god a little yeah the final one i was just gonna say like i'm really devastated oh. that i haven't seen napoleon yet i haven't either like i really want to see napoleon i'm going and no back one and wants to see napoleon with me and this has been my biggest struggle this thanksgiving holiday my favorite thing about napoleon around la is the billboards that the writer somehow got his name like in the biggest font on the whole thing david sarpa and i was like work good for their lawyers mm-hmm. they really got off their ass and someone said we're gonna put the big font mm-hmm. on the billboards for you mr scarpa or we will sue you or we will sue ridley scott um i yeah i just really am dying to see napoleon but i like am having a hard time bringing myself to go it alone how long is it like four hours no i'm sure it's like two plus i can handle that like i'm literally a walking phoenix super fan you are um i'm biding my time till folia do with him i need to like save up for that because i'm that's gonna be my movie yeah I just am like, I'll watch anything he does. Like, I'd watch him, like, lick a wall for two hours. Yeah. Uh, so it it probably will be a solo journey after everything's said and done, which is fine. Yeah. I would pay to be wall in the wall watching Joaquin and Rooney just talk in their home. Yeah. I don't have much of an interest in their, like, personal life I just want to see for, like, an hour what they are like together. It seems kind of serious. I think they're very intense and they talk about intense things at all times. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think they're lolling. I don't think there's many lols. No, and I think... that scares me. Like, it, to be around just very serious people who, like, don't lol is actually a fate worse than death at times. Well, then they're perfect for each other. Yeah, well, definitely. I mean, like, non-lollers should only procreate, mate, and partner with other non-lollers and take everyone off the table for the lollers. Which is probably why Joaquin and Gaga, it seems like they were worked well together because I don't, I, she's my, listen, she's my queen and she lolls at times, but she's mostly very intense. Mm-hmm. So I think he liked that probably. She's a serious Sally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we'll see. I, uh, well, I hope, I hope I that hope you're not good. deprived of Napoleon. The good news is that. I have all the agency in the world and can go see it at any given time. The good news is there's a movie theater. My, the good news is I might even just go see it tonight. It's just like the AMC Grove solo journey of it all. Actually, I know someone who would probably go see it with me. So never mind. Don't or, feel bad for me. Well, I don't. If anyone was feeling really bad for me and sad just now, just realize that I just realized how I'm going to see solve this problem and i'm gonna figure out how to see napoleon and i do have someone i can reach out to who will likely see it and it's if that kind of... doesn't happen <laughs> hold please if that doesn't happen then i will figure out a way to see it myself so actually crisis averted it's giving my i have a girlfriend at summer camp mm-hmm. it's giving it's giving yeah. george glass mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's giving you walking into landmark theater with Two tickets. I guess they didn't show up. <laughs> oh, they're Where here. They're they? coming. They're Can coming I leave late. This with you, and if they show up, mm-hmm. d- just pass them in. They'll be here soon. It's under my name. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I hope you find that. I'm. I'm dying to see Anatomy of a Fall. 
And well, you better get over, get into it. It's the zone out. of interest. No, it hasn't. Anatomy of a Fall has it. Yes. Oh, it's in theaters. Doll, that's been. Oh, in I thought theaters. it was. Just, I thought it was it coming might out be in December. Out now because I oh. saw it when it was like in. You liked it, right? Oh, I loved it. Okay, and I zone of interest. Yeah. Need it. Um. Tony, Tony's schizophrenia is off the charts today. Doll. Puppy. <laughs> Look at that pig. I have to say, I had a moment yesterday. I was listening to a podcast, and this guy was talking about like uh, the decimation of like animal life. Talk about no lols. What do you mean, like, like extinction? Yeah, just talking about like the the animal farm, like factory farm industrial complex, and I'm like, I can't not have meat. I love it. Like I I need protein for mm-hmm. meat but when i hear people talk about it i immediately want to like drive my car into a building and like be vegan like i get like i get such anxiety and i feel so devastated when i hear if i so it's like yeah it's horrifying the line between like my threshold is like if someone even mentions pig in a form i immediately go ah! Because I just like I I'm such a fucking weak link. I can't deal with like what I can't I'm, deal with the slaughter. I, I can't deal with the slaughter and just like the the factory farms and the slaughterhouses and like corralling them and like it just and it it's like sometimes I'm like I all all signs point to vegan for me, but I'll never do it. Yeah, and it like depress like that's why I was thinking about that like on Thanksgiving like with turkeys and stuff. It just it it's like I'm so sensitive to it, but like. I'm not going to not <laughs> contribute to it. Mm-hmm. I know it's my truth. It's horrible, but like, I'm just going to live with it. Yeah. Well, welcome. No, I know. I had this moment like probably five or six years ago where really? I read something like really looked into it. Yeah. Mostly just like the, like the negative effects on climate that all of the factory farming has emissions and stuff yeah and it really stressed me out and then i was like well what am i gonna do yeah i was like i'm not gonna do anything no that's exactly what i'm doing yeah which is nothing but but everyone must go through that realization period at some point in their life Mm -hmm. so congratulate what if like streamers came down i push a button it's like The factory farming realization. Uh, uh, uh. It's only taking 34 years. They go carry. Like a news truck pulls up. A woman gets out. She goes, all right, set camera. Okay, three, two, one. I'm Kaylee Lowell here today with ABC News where Carrie O'Donnell has recently learned about factory farming. (laughs) They go, Carrie. Yes. What do you think you're going to do now that you know all the pros and cons of factory farming? Have you made your decision? I have. What, and what is that going to be? To do nothing. Incredible. Another person who has decided to do nothing. Thanks so much. Thank you. And then they just pack up and leave. Yeah. And I get a ribbon. Yeah. I mean. Just the way it is. What are you supposed to do? Just eat nut cheeses? No. Fuck no. I'm not. Speaking of vegan. We need to talk about Mother God. The this final is the final, chapter. the final chapter. Again, this is a spoiler. If you haven't listened, just fast forward to when we recap. But I'm really sad that it's over. I am surprised that it was only three episodes. I could have watched. I need a spinoff episode of every single cult member 
their upbringing, their path to Mother God's cult, and like what they're up to now. Like they each need three episodes. Was it not so perfect that within a year all of them had completely disbanded and like did their own thing? Like well, it was they're doing so... their own things. No, I know, but I'm saying it's so fitting. It's such an. It's like typical you know but they don't have mother god to like no i know it's sad it's just like she was the only thing keeping them in that she's the tie that binds um i want to spin off of father god and father multiverse i love their like basically platonic gay life partnership together in wisconsin do you think that they fuck every once in a while maybe i think so. i think that they fucked in front of each other definitely with, with mother and i think they maybe like stroke together I think they have sex every once in a while. But it's like not gay. It's like father. It's like father son bonding. It's father son incest (laughs) sex. I think that they really like. I think they were really the truest love story of the whole thing was like they found each other. And they and you would think that they would have the most contentious relationship. But they were actually at the end. It was like this beautiful like male love for each other. Yeah. Um, Holly vibes. I thought. I did love that Holly, a.k.a. Ashley, reunited with her Bostonian mother. Yeah. I thought that was sweet. Her mullet mom. I think that scene at the end when she's talking to her mom and she was talking about how much she misses Mother God, I think she was actually talking about Earth Mother. Yes and no. I think that she probably really does miss Mother God and misses the person who gave her life so much meaning. And that was like a really, that was like her best friend. My favorite moment is when she goes live and only seven people are watching and she's like, God damn it, only seven. I was like, that's me. Yeah, I was really thrown by her lack of engagement for like how much live streaming they were doing and like how chronically online they truly were. Uh, their lack of engagement was earth shattering but here's okay here's my like kind of they needed a producer to really like streamline their content and like focus on audience engagement michael slash miguel was not that no he was just like an embezzler he was a thief i Um, need to say though like here's my little like hot take is like she if you think about it she did sort of die for all of us and in her death, she ended up seeing the fruits of her labor post-death, but now she is world-known, and she got what she wanted in death. And she died basically with humiliating social media engagement. <laughs> <laughs> she did. She went through, she literally turned gray-blue and turned into the dumpster monster from Mulholland Drive. Worse. Worse. And, like, rotted her fucking face and body from outside from into inside, only to die a horrible death. But now she's, like, on HBO Max. She's never (laughs) been more famous. So I'm, like, she kind of did die for our sins. She was... Mother was a martyr. She did something. I think that... (laughs) She died for the likes, but... And there were no likes to be found. She de- she got fame post-death. As many do. I don't know if an HBO like docuseries was what she was ideally craving. <laughs> no, I think she was craving like... But at least something happened. It was not in vain. My hot take is that I want like all my friends to ride as hard for me as they rode for Mother God. My favorite was when she was 
Okay, not my. I mean, when they go to Hawaii and she's just drinking mai tais and loving life, and then when she <laughs> declares herself Pele, which is like the most sacred of Hawaiian gods, like bitch, you, you need to. to be you have to be really, really fucked up to get like all the Hawaiians to band together to run you off of their island to throw things at you to throw things at you and literally run you out of town like you really have to piss some people off yeah especially Kauai is a very like kooky live and let live type of vibe no you don't you don't come for Pele you don't get to come you're blue bony ass up in Kauai call yourself Pele and like live to see the day no she had to go she simply had to go (laughs) but that was like and i loved (laughs) i love when they're shouting like of course there were some like loud white women being like taking (laughs) this taking the soapbox away from the actual like native hawaiians but she when they're screaming at her house you just hear her you don't see her but you hear her like a a clip of her going god damn it i'm just getting fucking fucked (laughs) i was like fuck (laughs) i am i like relate Damn it. She could have used a little clarity. Um, she could have been. She could have sobered up and gotten a little clarity and maybe like a business coach or a strategy coach to like help her. A crisis. She needed. P- she, needed she needed like crisis PR. She needed like Raquel's PR people. You can't just like go be calling yourself Pele when people hate you. You got to read the room a little bit. Like a good cult leader reads the room a bit and pivots. Come up with your own God. Don't take, yeah. don't take like an actual god. Um, I think you can't do it to like indigenous people on their own land. No, whose land has been like literally like pillaged by say, white like, people. If you're going to like Hawaii and you want to claim like another god, you should be claiming that you're like Allah, like somewhere that doesn't like piss them off, but would definitely piss other people off. But you're not in those other people's zones, so mm. you can be that. Would be like, don't worry it. Whatever you think, I'm not Pele. I think too that she could have been saved in Hawaii. Like I think if she'd stayed in Hawaii, she might have gotten better. Um, no, maybe. I mean, if it's she, pretty wild that she was literally she, poisoning herself with silver. Like it's that's just. But she's pretty cooked, like from booze. I mean, I don't know how you bounce back from degenerative liver failure it was sad that at the end all she wanted was her family like her real family you do have to i think if you start to show signs of fatty liver like you can reverse it if you stop drinking but once it gets to like a certain stage i'm pretty sure you're just then like you're at that stage of liver failure and you should stop drinking but like i don't think she was ever getting more sober over time no but it's also like then you're then you're like i mean i guess that's like the whole moral quandary it's like then you're sort of like everyone should be tried with murder because they all were they were like mother's ascending like she, no mother you gotta die she's like i just want to be back she wanted that too like that she did want and that she, but and it's complicated the it's way compli- that they told him what i love about it is it's like very layered because she it's really like you got exactly what you wanted. You got to be the leader of these people. They will do anything you say. And like... You got to booze it up. You got to booze it up. You got to party. (laughs) But then also, you lost so much that... And these people only know you as this one thing. So like, 
whatever you say that's against that yeah. they're not going to believe it and they want like they want you to be this thing and ultimately you kind of want that too but i think but she also i think her she was conflicted because at the end she she was the seam like the seams were showing and she was like damn i just want my mom and i, mean, I want i want my sister and like i want my kid and like she was i'm not saying like I, I think she was, she wanted to be God, but I also think at the end, like, it just shows you, like, at the end of everyone's life, all they want is, like, their mom. Mm-hmm. And it was sad. And I'm well, glad her wants kids... wants to be, but, like, she her mom out. kind of failed her also in the last days. I mean, she invited her mom out there, and her mom did not go. And I thought that was very telling. I thought that was telling that, yeah, her sister is, like, if it were me, I would have gone just to, like, extract. Oh, fully. Or just, like, for morbid curiosity or closer's sake. Like, I get that her kids didn't want to go. Like, I oh, fully, yeah. they're innocent. But I think her sister is, like, young and able enough to, like, I would have just been like, okay, I'm coming. You know you're not going to get into <laughs> You're not going to get. You're not going to get what you want. For someone like that, it's like, that's, like, too far gone. It's like those intervention episodes, like, late stages of, like, intervention late ser- like late in the series when they just started finding people who are past the point of no return and it's like you kind of just have to let those people do whatever they want to do that's what it was really it was just like it was a rock bottom like what is she gonna do the her sister's like you can come here and die like but how fun is that gonna be really like you're gonna have like you're there's no saving this person there's no rerouting their the course of their life when they were like pretending that she was resurrecting i was like she's i literally went she's back like i was like maybe she is god honestly that makes me think that they're like the soul is like when they were holding the like elect like the magnetic stuff i I don't get what how that was was working is this is her soul actually like leaving her body right like i was very like this proves it (laughs) In their experience, like, it's very real for them, I believe. Like, I believe that they believe. Oh, no. 100%. They're all convinced. But I think it was like... And then it kind of does become real after a minute. Like... If you believe something enough, it'll become real. But also, like, they were abused by her. And I think they were... It was like an abusive family system, which is what she... What we learned she went through. Yeah, as a child, and it was also just people that want to party a lot. No, I th- I think all that is true, but I think it was like it was such a great metaphor. It was like an alcoholic family system, and it was what she went through as a kid with her stepmother, mm-hmm. getting like abused and berated, and she was doing that to her followers. Her followers, it's and she was. I've never seen someone blue before. I've never seen anything like that documentary. No, and the music was so good. I want the soundtrack. Like. Carrying a corpse around for days. They weekend at Bernie's her. They literally did. She was literally like, they were like, we got to get her going. They crossed state lines. They camped with her for a month. Like, was she starting to Not smell? a month. Like, Wasn't it like a month? No, it was like 12, 10 oh. to 12 days. All right. Well, like half a month, two weeks. Yeah. I'm like, what was Was this? it stinking? Father Maybe. God was just chilling in the tent with her. I think he fucked her dead body. I do too. And I, I think, got, I got. I think maybe they, a few of them did. He, I definitely was like, this man has fucked a corpse. Him and FM did. FM seems a little more sensitive. Like, I don't know, but maybe, maybe they tag teamed. FM's kind of hot. 
that's a very much you journey thing Sorry. that you can reckon with. All right. All right. I Ms. like Father All right. God. All right. Keith Raniere. Yeah. What? That's my, <laughs> that's I own that. Journey. I stand in my truth. <laughs> yeah. You can throw that back in my face. I'd still fuck him. Damn. Well. Well. Let's get into another cult. The cult of Salt Lake City. I'm Carrie. I'm Lara. And you're listening to Sexy, Sexy Unique, Unique Podcast. Podcast. Salty Utah Queens. This is a show. This is what happens when you have not one, but five mother gods in one show. Mary is actually mother god. She is. Um... I just have to say right off the bat, she looked, she's never looked better than in this episode. What was that? Her bob was literally, I've never seen I such went, an avant-garde bob haircut in my life. I was like, what, what are the, what are the there's angles? There's a long piece, there's a short piece, there, it serves different angles from different angles. It's like, what is the haircut? She was literally like, it was literally giving like art pop. It's my a shapeshifter haircut. My art bob could mean anything. It was fully like, who is this person? What are these lengths? Just when you thought you had put your finger and like nailed what the bob was, no. she would turn her head and it would <laughs> become a new haircut entirely. Um, Angie has Heather over. Angie looked really good in this moment. Mm -hmm. I was like, I like the simple like. She wasn't wearing like Barbarella. And they sort of recap post Pioneer Woman luncheon and talk about Monica and her many personalities. Heather's realizing that Monica is just Jen Shaw 2.0. And I'm like, okay, yeah. yeah Maybe like, scarier because she's far more manipulative and like she is like has an ability to mirror people. I think it's like, the LD effect like Monica knows how to turn it on and then like relate to people she's a charmer and she's the way a charmer. that Jen was charismatic but she wasn't she was so like on at all times well she was a rager so like she like she would fly off the handle more frequently and it was like more toxic oh apparently the word is that Jen is getting elizabeth holmes in like top tip top ab shape in prison she's like coaching her fitness journey i'm like who are it's these true incredible but i like don't believe that. i don't either who are these sources they're probably in like solitary confinement like begging for food and like are not allowed to speak to each other i i mean jen is like putting on she is producing theater in jail allegedly yeah, I wonder. She's probably like rotting in a cage somewhere. Who are these sources? I don't know, but I'm like, this says, I'm like, the prison... we need to get eyes on the prison industrial complex because they're making it seem like yeah, you they're... can go to jail and just like have fun with Jen Shaw and she'll tell you to do a hundred sit ups. Oh my God. Yeah, this is very like, this is the prison. prison in... It's probably I'm not buying this shit yeah. at all. See through it. They're getting fucking sexually abused in prison yeah. and like being fed moldy bread and being locked in like, two by two foot room denied things yeah like yeah. i don't think it's like fun and this is like really orange is the new black i think so for yeah people Jen are like aspirational no i mean as much as i do wish that were true i hope that they like 
I pray that they're living, laughing, loving, and like getting fucking shredded, but I don't think that that's true. Um, yeah, the Jen comparison is pretty. Apt. It's, it's interesting, and I'm happy that Heather's having like lucid realizations coming out of her like Shaw reverie. Mm-hmm. She was Jen was very Pied Piper with Heather. Heather <laughs> was very like she was like I'll replace my the church with Jen Shaw. I mean, she let Jen like beat her ass and then didn't say a word about it remember her black eye yeah i was traumatized by that that was wild it was wild and it was wild that she continued to lie and the lie still continues to yeah. this day um wild rose and justin are coming back from therapy and they're both wearing gucci the gucci twins and justin's very congested <laughs> justin goes sometimes i'm like does therapy work or make it worse I found more clarity with the Marxes and their podcasts than with this therapy. I was like, well, well, that's all you need to know. <laughs> then things take a horrible turn. We, the Wild Rose goes, I just got the bad news. And I was like, oh, my God, like, what's happening? Diane Warren. Yeah. And, yeah. And she goes, Sherry's being intubated. And I was like, what the fuck? And then it goes into this whole backstory, which I also... I mean, the whole thing is awful, but I was like, oh, my God, are they about to have, like, a COVID death on the show? Like, I can't take it. And then it was worse. It was a cancer death. Yeah. I was like, what is the, what are the parameters of Sherry's situation? But she's. It just seems like bad parameters. She's got cancer. Yeah. She goes, it's a helpless villain. So sad. She knows death is here. And I was like. God, Whitney, these Whitney is Whitney's going through it. Mm-hmm. She's in like a personal revolution stage, but I'm into it for her because I do think she'll come out the other side and be like much stronger. She'll come out the other side. I mean, even her voice becoming normal is a huge Yeah, she's less like step re- forward. She's less like regressive. Yeah, and that's like Yep. can often be a sign of like mm-hmm. severe abuse. So I'm happy for her. And then I got like a psychic hit when I was watching this and I was like, I'm actually excited to watch like her and Justin's divorce fallout. Me too. Like I was like, oh my God, we're going to get like seasons of like hopefully a bitter divorce between these two. And then I got like a warm, fuzzy feeling. <laughs> yeah. She, I like how she was saying the therapist was like, it felt like he was pitting us against each other. Shutting me down. I was like, oh, well, you are in Utah. (laughs) (laughs) Not spared that, even in therapy. Um, Meredith meets Lisa at Toscano, which I want to go so bad. We've been there. That was a different one. Toscanova? I think it was a different... I think it was in Park City. She had to go up steps to get in. We didn't have to go up steps. Interesting. We were at, like, the one in the middle of downtown. Mm, Okay. Um, I didn't know it was a chain, but that explains a lot. I think there's just various restaurants in SLC called Toscano or Toscanova. Mm-hmm. Meredith meets Lisa, and she walks in, and Lisa's waiting at the table, and she goes, Meredith goes, I'm here to meet a woman. And she goes, is this the woman in red over there? And then Meredith goes, yes, the lady in red. There she is. Meredith is unveiling a new jewelry collection called Plated, and... She's explaining, Lisa's A, not impressed, which I love. And Meredith's explaining to her, like, she's like, the jewelry collection is called plated because it's all plated. And Lisa goes, oh, cool. Yeah, I was like, good one. 
Also, she, their waiter was hot, and Meredith Meredith clocked him. They're really? Like, yeah, they they were both a little. They were eye fucking. Mm-hmm. Meredith um, posted on Instagram. I saw like there was like the post for plated, and it had some mo- the creative direction was insane mm. but i thought that the model was supposed to be meredith and i was taken aback but for a quick moment You're and like, then i realized like oh no she just like cast a model and had a shoot for this like collection of plated meredith is also hinting that she's in like chronic pain she's How like, so? she was saying my joints i'm going through a lot I'm feeling pain and my aches i was like oh you know what can cause a lot of inflammation is plastic surgery that's true. And like plastic surgery recovery mm-hmm. can cause a lot of inflammatory flare-ups, just saying. Lisa, Meredith confronts Lisa about telling Whitney that um, Meredith was threatening Angie. Yeah, Lisa doesn't want Meredith to threaten people and say things like I could ruin their life. And Lisa, and Meredith goes the very attorney route. She goes, I yes, of course I could ruin someone's life. You could ruin someone's life. Anyone on earth could ruin someone's life. I'm like, okay. That's, <laughs> like, that's not where I would have not, taken this. Yeah. Um, and she goes, and you were saying the same things about Monica? And Lisa goes, no, I was just saying there was like a lot of low-hanging fruit with Monica where I could just troll her about. Like, aka, like, her life is shitty. Yeah. <laughs> and she goes, that's just truth. And Meredith goes, well, that's the same thing of what I was saying. I wasn't threatening anyone. I could say you're threatening Monica. I'm not clear on Sweeney Marks. I did like when um, she called. She was like, Monica's a bitch, but Meredith is deceptive. Yeah, I'd rather take like a bitch over a deceiver any day or like someone who makes those kinds of threats. Mm. I find to be really calculated and creepy. I'm like, if you're going to fucking say it, then just say it. Don't sit here and lord things over people and make them like you're trying to like make people live in fear of you. And I think that that's disgusting. I do like that anytime that's the sort of thing about Meredith is brought up. They they great graciously give us or generously give us the clip of her saying rumors and nastiness oh, about, you know about the husband, the rumors and the nastiness. She's Liza Minnelli. She is. Um, Mary is at home having a lovely slice of carrot cake. Mm-hmm. And Wait, Monica before that, comes Meredith, over. Meredith tells Lisa, she goes, let me be clear. I am not the one bringing the tornado through. And I went, what? And Lisa literally goes, okay. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Sometimes I'm like, she's back. Like Meredith is back with us. And then her like, pills kick in <laughs> and she said something so completely off the wall i'm like she's gone once again yeah another one not the one brings the tornado through it's a twister of not my making Mary- yeah, I don't, but do you think she's even like cognizant of when she says i maybe she doesn't remember I, making like threats i think in that case with angie she was absolutely blackout drunk like that was she was fucking wasted that night and she sort of has admitted to that i don't think she knew what she was talking about i think she was saying something almost in like drunk psychosis and now is like now knows that what she said in that state was like kind of bad and sounded really shitty so now she's like 
she's going into like a denial that goes beyond just like oh i was i don't know what i was saying i was drunk she's very interesting because you sometimes think that she like knows what's going on and then she acts in a way that is like so opposite that well I, she's a great lawyer She's just Is she a great lawyer? Because lawyers have to pretend like they know what's going on too. <laughs> and have to like play the game and like it's a lot of performing and pretending. But and... she does only up to like she plays the game like ten to fifteen percent where you're like, okay. And then the way that she handles a situation is so piss poor that you're like, don't you understand that you look insane right now? Like she doesn't. She comes across like a crazy person. Yeah, well, that's probably why she switched to jewelry. Yeah. Are you ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? Give the moms in your life an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos, and you will rise to the top of the heap, and you will be deified and worshipped for the rest of your days walking this planet. Because as anyone who with siblings know, that's the only goal on Mother's Day is to be the favorite. And if you're an only child, you're still competing with all your other extended family members, and it's important to wage a war and come out on top. If you're an only child, you're also at war with yourself. So what you can do is get your mother or the preeminent mother figure in your life an aura frame. You load it up with photos. It's literally the easiest thing to do. And I know that you might be thinking you digital frames are bleak, but I'm telling you this aura frame is chic. And the best part is it has unlimited storage and an easy-to-use app, so you can keep updating your mother or mother figure's frame with new photos. So it's the gift that keeps on giving and uploading. I gave my mom an Aura frame, and she had resisted for so long because she's truly anti-technology, like barely even understands how to FaceTime. And I said, just let me, just let me. And I set it all up for her. I plugged it in. I fired up the app. I preloaded pictures on it, and now she's so into it that she figured out how to preload pictures and even runs it from her app, which is truly saying a lot because she refuses to download apps. She thinks everyone's spying on her, stealing her data, and the fact that I was able to break through, and she literally loves this frame, like loaded it up with pictures of her cat. I was like, we did it, Joe. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off, plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code SUP at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. 
Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Yeah, Mary has Monica over, which I thought was strange and I loved. They're good together. They belong Um, together. I saw Mary being interviewed by Teddy Mellencamp on some red carpet, and she hinted that she's part of a new duo. Who? Mary was talking about Monica, I think. She didn't say her name. She was you'll just have to watch the reunion, but you see it. They have good energy. Like, they make the most sense together of anyone. I think that Monica needs, like, an abusive mother figure, and Mary can be that for her. And then Mary needs a follower, so Monica can be that for her. So I think that they could have a magical friendship. Monica goes, wow, I've never been in this neighborhood. And Mary goes, I've been here 21 years. I was like... Imagine being Mary's neighbor, like a longtime neighbor of Mary. She's probably said two words to you in two decades. She's positively girlish with this wig. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I was like pausing the TV, trying to really understand the architecture of the haircut. I loved it. Me too. I wanted to wear that every day. Every... It was like a style icon moment. She offers Monica cake, and Monica eats it and goes, oh, this is so... She's so kissing. I just love it. She goes, oh, mm, this is so good. Did you bake it? And Mary goes, no. 
bake it. Bought it. I bought it. I'll <laughs> bake. It's amazing. Do you think I bake in this? I want to watch them. Like I could watch like Mary and Monica take Manhattan. They should go on a road trip. They should go on a road trip together. Um, Pawn them off on each other and let them get into like hijinks. I do love that uh, Mary. Like this is like a a natural progression from like that other scene when Monica was like, Ooh, pizza sounds like a good idea. And Mary went, get your own. And Mary and Mary. And she went, okay, yes. Like she's just, she's so subservient and like, it's, it's just perfect. They're like soulmates. And my, and Mary does give her some good advice. Mm -hmm. She's like, you just have to accept Lisa for who she is. And Monica's like, okay, you're right. And Mary's like, you know, all her her advice always comes with some unhinged tinges, but she is right. She's just saying, like, you got to just, like... You have to let Lisa be Lisa. You're not going to change the Queen of Sundance, mm -hmm. so there's no point in trying. And you can we, only change yourself. And then we cut to her. She's like, you can't have grudges. And then we cut to, grow up, little girl. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Why does she hate Whitney so much? She just always has. You're, you called me a pornographer. Pornography. Mm -hmm. um, I think she just is triggered by her. Some people just get under someone's skin. I think she's annoyed by Whitney. Fair. I think she, there's a part of her that's like intrigued by her, but also hates her. Do you know Maybe what I mean? it's also, this is true I'm armchair psychology, but the like childhood abuse, mm -hmm. like, I feel like they probably have common ground. They see something in each other. Mary probably sees something in Whitney. You mean when she was a child bride? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's like sometimes you just hate people that have the a similar experience to you because it reminds you of like your worst life moments or like a worse version of yourself. Literally, there was a guy in college who was openly mean to me. He was in our, my circle. And then the last night of graduation before we all left campus like it was the night after he pulled me into his room and said i'm gay and i said okay i know that and he goes that's why i've been mean to you and i was like i knew that too <laughs> but it was like it, it's it was just it was almost comical because it was like damn all right yeah a lot of wasted time but he was the mary to your whitney mm -hmm. um sherry passes and whitney Says that she's still going to go to Meredith's jewelry event. She goes, Sherry would go. She goes, if I... I was like, wait. <laughs> so if The way I... that Sherry... Whitney started putting a lot of words in Sherry's mouth. I was like, hmm. Wild Rose. She goes, Sherry would really want me to go to the party and support my friends. And then they're at the party. And Whitney's like, I don't know whether or not I'm going to drink today. Should I? And then someone's like, sure, do it. And she goes... You're right. Sherry would want me to have a drink. I was like, okay. Like, Sherry's now let's, her... Like, let's not go there. Sherry's her, like, Robin Williams galactic. <laughs> Robin wants me to drink, so I'm going to drink. Her Jermaine. Yeah. Jermaine is one of my favorites <laughs> that gets, like, pulled into the mix. Who's Jermaine? Jermaine, one of the galactics. Oh, right. It was Robin and Jermaine. Robin was all over her. But Robin was the one. Mm -hmm. What do you think his family thinks of this? They need to know. They must know. I'll look up his daughter. His daughter. I think his daughter follows me. Well, I'll reach out to her. Be like, what's going on? What do you make of this? Yeah. Do you think Robin got in touch with them? Probably just feels bad. Um, 
Lisa takes Jack to modern Mormon menswear, which I'm like, I must go there. They had some sharp looking clothes. Mm -hmm. And it's a good business idea. I had a moment where I was like, I've been annoyed at Jack's ungrateful ass for this season. But in this moment, I realized that he really does love his mom. Yeah, he's just a surly teen. Um, I had a moment where I was like, I actually like can't get over the fact that he's willingly going on a two-year-long mission. To spiritually colonize people? I don't understand what that is about. No. It's like not fun or chic. Yeah. Like, it would be one thing if, you know, you're going to like a silent retreat somewhere or like you go to like become enlightened by mm-hmm. like someone else's religion yeah yeah like joining mother god the cult for two years would be more interesting to me i would rather do that than like go on a mormon mission but like i also just can't imagine being feeling so called to like serve yeah a god that I'm like, I'm going to give up two years of my life to go, like, tell people about this thing. And he's been radicalized. But is there some sort, like, is this just a thing that, like, teenagers do because they get to, like, low-key fucking suck and party the whole time? I don't know. Anyone who's been on a mission, let us know how it really goes down. Because then I had a feeling where he's, like, he's just looking for something to get himself out of a rut. Because there was something where he said, he was like, when I come back... I'll feel like more grateful for like the stuff that you guys give me or like happier about the state of my life. And I was like, okay, like I, that's like relatable being like disillusioned with your life and then feeling like, okay, I have to go like do something radical to pull myself out of this so that I'm more grateful on the other side. I think he's like, I need to get away from my mom. I think he loves her, but he feels like very smothered by Lisa and controlled. Which isn't, I'm not, I'm not, agree- I think he's, that's what he's telling himself. He's like, I need to get away and be my own man kind of thing. And I think, I'm sure he's been like brainwashed a little. Yeah, I just don't see what's like the fun draw. I I did want a Lisa, a young Lisa origin story because he says, I mean, look what you were doing when you were 18. You said you were getting in limos with Russian mobsters. And Lisa goes, <laughs> I was like. Where's this story? Add it to the young reboot list. Lisa at Tunnel. Young Pookie. And then once that blows up, young Lisa. Lisa was like a club kid. She was like at Tunnel and like hanging out with like Russian, she has, Brooklyn Russian mobsters. She still has like cocaine in the club energy. Mm-hmm. Monica meets Heather at a bar before plated. And she brings a box of something. Booze. And she apologizes to Heather about how she sort of ruined the entire <laughs> luncheon and how she ruined the surprise of Bermuda. And she was a Debbie Downer and she's completely changed her whole... It's very... It's freaky. This was when I was like, she is LD's daughter through and through. She sits down and she goes, so I won't be going to Bermuda. And then Heather goes, okay. Barbados? Bermuda. Bermuda. Mm. She goes, I won't be going to Bermuda. And Heather goes, okay. And she goes, I'm just kidding. And Heather was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, okay, we're going to go on this trip. She's so sweet and gracious and humble. And she's, she's too sweet. I don't trust it. And she's talking about like how much Bermuda is going to mean to her to reconnect with her family. And she's just buttering Heather up. And she's like, I'm so sorry about everything. So Heather, of course, is like believing it because this is what she does. Um, 
And then we got to the Marks family getting out of the car, and it's like the slowest exit I've ever seen. There's Brooks, Seth, and Meredith spit, positively spill out of a car. Mm-hmm. Mm. Whitney shows up to Meredith's party and goes right for Meredith, and then she's like, Sherry passed. But everyone's very, like, sweet with Whitney. Yeah, Meredith gives her a big hug. Meredith, of course, loves to jump at a chance to grieve. So she mm-hmm. she's genuinely like, I'm so sorry. She's, like, the perfect person to go to mm-hmm. when you're, like, racked with grief. Whitney goes, I don't want to put a rain cloud over your event. And she goes, never. Yeah, and that's when Whitney is like, I don't know if I should drink. What should I do? And then she goes, Sherry would want me to. And I was like, here we go. Mm-hmm. The Galactics are weighing in. Yeah. Heather makes a beeline for Whitney when she walks in with Monica and she immediately hugs her and is apologizing. She knows about Sherry. And Whitney's so stiff with Heather. It's very strange. What's going on? Did you ever get, did you watch the like finale or figure out why they hated each other? It's because of that. I think it's because of that falling out they had with, she, when Heather was yet, when they got into that fight, when they went on that trip, Jen's last girls' trip. Oh, because it was because Heather was like not being honest. She was like, "You're you were with me when they told us that Barlow was blowing people for jazz tickets." Oh, the think, one, yeah. I yeah, think yeah. it was like a mounting thing. I think they, I think they just had tension, and I think the bad. I think something. I almost like my dark theory is that Whitney's like Heather has steal, stolen my identity. Like, I am the bad Mormon of the family. And Heather, here is my cousin taking my valor. Yeah, stolen bad Mormon valor. And she's sort of like, I'm actually, like, the one who, like... That's a really good theory. I had an affair. I, like, rocked the community. I was, like, sneaking under office desks. Like, I ruined (laughs) ruined my family and he ruined his. And I wrote a letter excommunicating myself. I, like, body paint. Like, I've, like, gotten out of the church. I'm, like, working through, like, childhood trauma. I'm, like, really, I'm the baddest Mormon here. And here you are writing a book and, like, saying, saying, saying you're out of the church, but you're still, like, basically espousing, like, you're you're fixated on it still. And Whitney's, I think she's just over Heather. Yeah. She goes, goes, just compartmentalize. You can do it. I was, like kind of good advice it's a girl boss advice meredith has a speech where she's like lit up with a screen behind her and it was very de palma mm-hmm. her speech was wild to me i want to thank seth for supporting me this whole process <laughs> his like oh shucks who me act i was like Ooh. Yeah, i was like god you guys like i want you to stay fuckable in my mind but you're making it difficult Thank you to Seth for inspiring me to keep going with planted, plated. I guess, like, is any other housewife doing jewelry? Ramona had oh, jewelry, Kelly didn't she? She has a jewelry line? Remember she was making the owl jewelry? I don't know if she still does it, but... I guess Ramona had some jewelry, but it wasn't, Oh, yeah, like... she, had, she had religious jewelry. Yeah. I, I mean, so. I guess smart. I just don't know who's, like, buying this. I'm sure a lot of people are, but I'm like, who, though? Show yourselves. No one that I want to know. Yeah. Um, Monica and Lisa make up. Monica, this was when I was truly crouching in horror. Her entire apology and then, like, 
her being like so engaged with yeah. like every I was like this is disingenuous I don't trust it at all but I think Lisa got that and was sort of playing along a little mm-hmm. she goes you've gone through some trauma from what I understand <laughs> I was like I'm obsessed with you and then Monica gives the girlies all a bottle of rum I think right mm-hmm. She's and like donuts it's Bermuda pastries and rum She's like, this is what I should have done at the luncheon. This trip is very important to me. My great grandparents like helped build up Bermuda, and my gram my grandmother was born there, so it's like very important to me and my Portuguese heritage in Bermuda. And I still have uncles and aunts there, so this is going to be a big like trip for me. Wow, I was like, damn. I was like, wow, she's really getting a lot of like screen time over this Bermuda trip, and then. Whitney goes up to Whitney seeks comfort from Brooks first, who is like crying. I was like, the two of them could make magic together. Yeah, I think they'd have fun. I think Whitney is like, I love this guy. I know. They seem like very like I was like, what's their relationship like? To me, out of all the women, uh, maybe Meredith because she because of Brooks. But I feel like Whitney's the one that actually is like friends with gay people and doesn't just like keep them around as like pets. Mm-hmm. Which I think, like, I kind of feel like Heather has that vibe a little. No? I think I think Whitney's, like, genuinely a fat guy. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You know how, like, there's a lot of housewives that, like, keep, especially in areas, like, that aren't as, like... Or who are like, I love the gays. But, yeah. like, when it comes to, like, day-to-day, like, yeah. they're not, like, texting gay people. No, I think Whitney's, like, in the, th- in the weeds with the gays. Mm-hmm. And so I think she and Brooks, like, have a connection. Yeah. I'm liking Whitney more and more. Me too. I like this stripped down Wild Rose. And I love the Wild Rose. I like the evolution of working like being one way and then like dismantling everything and kind of losing everything yeah. and being like emotionally raw and then rebuilding is a very That's appealing. I think it's also a very like late 30s or in your 30s kind of struggle i like that she is i love her boundaries Mm -hmm. she seems to have like gotten like from what i've seen as the seasons like her boundaries are getting clearer and clearer and i like that she doesn't really pretend like if she doesn't really isn't if she's not really vibing with someone she really won't like pretend like she's not vibing with heather Mm-hmm. And she's not pretending to be like, oh, oh, you know what I mean? Like she's co- sort of just like, okay. I just like it's a very appealing to me. Yeah, I'd be friends with her. I think I would too. And then Whitney goes beelines for Lisa because she and Lisa have like forged a friendship this season. And she's like, why did you go immediately to Heather and like give her a gift and be excited and then like not tell me that you're sorry about my friend dying? Why aren't you comforting me? I texted you this morning. Like I'm I'm here right now. We're friends. We're like actually friends. And she basically was like, You're not friends with Heather. Like you're friends with me. Yeah. Lisa once again continues to fascinate. Cause I'm like, she comes across badly in this moment, like ha- lacking empathy, like not understanding like how to be there for a friend in their time of grief. But I also am like there's something really relatable about that. Well, Whitney tells her what happened and then she goes, no, that's not what happened. 
And then she goes, I, I'm a good person. I'm not a bad person. And I'm like, oh, my God, I relate to that. I think Lisa was a little girl in that moment. Well, also, it's like she she doesn't want to get, like, aired out. I think there's a Lisa Barlow that exists when the cameras yeah. are off that is, like, friendly and has empathy yeah. and, like, blah, blah, blah. But then there's the Lisa Barlow who's, like, performing for the cameras and just trying to, like, keep up appearances for the sake of being on a TV show. And that's where it gets crossed wires because, like, for the sake of a TV show, you're going to be like, oh, Heather, oh, my God, like, here you go, like, blah, blah, blah. And, like, maybe you feel – this is projecting, but I'm like, maybe you just feel like, oh, our friendship that's happening, like, off camera is, like, I want to – I don't want to have that moment of like comforting my friend on camera. Like I'd rather do that off camera. Cause that's like our truest relationship. So maybe it feels disingenuous to her to like comfort someone like that. I, I also think that maybe Lisa is just someone that is, has a hard time knowing what to say in the face of death. Yeah. I think she probably has. I, mean, like, I have like, I like don't know what to say. Yeah. And then also she's like terrified of being, called out or perceived as being like a bad person but her actions make her seem like that she i got a i got like a of lisa as a child and her mom going you're a bad bad girl and lisa going no i'm a good girl i'm a good girl <laughs> no i'm a good girl i'm a good person no mother i'm no great. mother mother i don't love that i don't love that mother i'm actually you love me you love that not that her going your friend died. Are you okay? <laughs> I think Whitney. I'm like Wild Rose. Come on. I think I think she was a little drunk, and I think she was just she just needed someone to yell at because she was upset. Yeah, and I think and she can't yell at Heather, so because she because Heather and her don't have the same. Heather will use it against her somehow. I think it is interesting. I do. I think Lisa could have played the game a little bit better and been like more comforting. Mm-hmm. But I do think it is an interesting point that like the re- like part of the reason Whitney is mad is because she went to Heather and like did that first. Yeah. I can't keep a mental calculator of everything that's going on. I've got a lot going on. My son's leaving. I love it. I just continue to be obsessed with her. She's the enigma. And I like her yelling at the entire crew. Mm-hmm. I mean, like. Mike's off. Don't even come near me with that. Do not put that on me again. Did you see like scenes from next week? Yeah. Yeah. I love, I, I just I like love. I when she flips out. I love this new, it happens since all reality shows now that people are now, take this off. Get this off me. I'm, I'm leaving. Don't come near me. It's incredible. I continue to think this is the, really the MVP of the whole franchise yeah they're really doing something fantastic on this show they're doing what robich which wishes they were doing mm-hmm. i'm sorry to the people who want us to... <laughs> yeah I... nest you can cut that okay should we do a cult shout out yeah sarah elizabeth sarah elizabeth 
Lucy from London. Lucy from London. Brooke Johansson. Brooke Johansson. Brittany Ryan Weiss. Brittany Ryan Weiss. Danielle McMillan. McMillan. Lady Swamp, which gives, gives no, no fucks. Lazara. Lazara. Mazatov. Mazatov. Mary. Mary. Eliza Twaddle. Eliza Twaddle. Maisie McCarney. Maisie McCarney. Mike Earhart. Earhart. Carrie Oaks. Carrie Oaks. Sharon Baum. Realtor. Realtor. Courtney Kesselman. Kesselman. Owsley. Owsley. Mariah Kay. Kay. Kathy West. West. Rochelle Martino. Rochelle Martino. Kit Moore. Kit Moore. Hillary. Hillary. Orlanda. Orlanda. Nick Sedaris. Nick Sedaris. Emily. Emily. Kim Lucas. Lucas. And Jeffrey Pradama. 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 Guys, thank you so much for watching on YouTube. And if you don't know, our now you know that our YouTube channel, Sex Unique Podcast on YouTube, is popping off. You can see every episode live, I guess, on there. And this week we're not releasing a Beverly Hills episode, but stay tuned while we deliberate, figure some things out. Ta-ta. Bye. Sexy Unique Podcast is created and hosted by me, Lara Marie Shane Halls. This episode was co-hosted by the one and only Carrie O'Donnell. This episode was edited by Ness Smith-Savadoff. If you like what you heard today, please be sure to subscribe to Sexy Unique Podcast on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're craving more sup and just can't get enough and want access to things like bonus episodes, tons of premium content, as well as ad-free episodes of the pod, consider supporting the podcast on Patreon. You can find out more at patreon.com slash sexy unique podcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com